0: Or you might just need an awesome place to eat. Southside Pod. Mark Greenwood, Evergreen. Pod. Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen all sub to. You're tuned into to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. Oh, Plum Midlothian. Southside Pod. Oh, for Chicago Ridge, Flossmoor and Bridgeview. You're
1: listening to
0: Southside Pod.
1: And welcome into Southside Pod. My name's Chris. Bill's down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar. Mike's tuning his guitar. And for the next 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb, we're going to bring you everything we can from the Southside. We're also going to talk with our movie expert, Ben Belton, in case you want to go see a film or find out why Alec Baldwin shot somebody. We got you covered. There's also a ton of things going on for Halloween. One of those things was going to happen in Payless the day this episode comes out on the 28th of October. Southside Pod was going to be live and in person during the Payless Heights Touch a Truck and Treat event, which has now been canceled due to the expected inclement weather on Thursday. I know you're probably listening to this and it's sunshine and 70 degrees unexpectedly after they canceled the event. But unfortunately, it is not happening this year in Payless Heights. We are going to get out to Payless, though very soon again. I already talked with Lauren Cazola. I got a great idea, so don't worry, Southside Pod will be there. In the meantime, I went out and bought all this Southside Pod swag, and I don't know what to do with it. Swag. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know what else to call it. It's promo items like swag. Chachis. South- so I don't. Whatever. What I have is I have the bottle opener keychains. I've got the koozies, and then we have these uh, pilsner glasses that we're handing out at different things. Right now, that's what we have. We have two different versions of the logo. because No T-shirts? The one, I'll get you a T-shirt. I need a T-shirt. But the problem is with the T-shirt... See, the logo that we have, the new logo that we have that's black with the, the, you know, that's got the black background to it, Yeah. that's not our original one. The new logo was actually hand-drawn by my daughter. That's awesome. Okay, which is really cool. She Did put that whole her? thing together. No. Why tell was... I pay her with room I pay her and board. With love. Right, I give her, I give her food in her belly and clothes on her All back right, and a okay. roof over her head. I think that's pretty good pay. That's pretty It's right? pretty point. good. That's yeah. pretty solid right. pay. When she babysits her younger brother, I pay the exact right. same thing. All right, it's more than I get.
0: <laughs> exactly, more than you get. <laughs> <laughs> you I, don't your, even,
1: I don't even. get love. You lungs. brought your own booze over here yeah, tonight. Right. So yeah, you didn't, You don't even get that. It is now time for a Southside Pod word on the street, and this and the entire episode of Southside Pod is brought to you by Elite Benefits of America. Let me tell you what Butch Zimar does. A lot of people get insurance, they set it, they forget it. That's a mistake. Things change year to year. Open enrollment is going on right now. It never hurts to talk with an expert. Butch Zimar and Elite Benefits of America—that's your expert right there for the Southside. It costs nothing to talk with Butch. Give him a call at 708-535-3006 or go check out EliteBenefits.net. Hayless Hills is hosting scary and not so scary haunted hayrides this weekend on the 29th and the 30th, Friday and Saturday. It's gonna be at Bennett Park, 108.01 South Roberts Road, and the first half hour from 6 to 6.30 p.m. Take your little kids on the hayride. Then starting at seven, it gets spooky. If you are an artist or a musician and you want to be a part of the Crestwood Arts Council Fine Arts Fair, the deadline to apply is coming up. It's October the 30th. The event happens 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. on Sunday, November the 14th. So in Oak Lawn on Tuesday at Richards High School, a fight broke out and the next thing you know, the police are on the scene and the whole school is on hard lockdown. Somebody thought they saw a gun. No gun was found. But think about this, a fight occurred Boom, police everywhere. Fights are a lot different these days. Back in my day, when there'd be a fist fight at Brother Ice High School, they didn't call the police. The Irish Christian brothers just jumped in and beat the hell out of both of you. And then there were no more fights. Those of you in the area of Justice, Illinois, one of our favorite places out there is Daverns Tavern and Lounge, 8527 West 79th Street. They're having a big Halloween party Saturday, 10 p.m. until 2 a.m. Dress up, win some Daverns dollars and enjoy the live DJ. One Allegiance Brewing, another spot that you've heard here on Southside Pod. On Friday, $10 fee gets you a pumpkin and equipment to carve a pumpkin while you drink beer. On Saturday, wear your Halloween costume. You can win beer. Neighborhood Blues Band also going to be on scene. In Blue Island, the Rock Island Public House also has been on Southside Pod. This weekend, Stout at the Devil. I imagine it means drinking stouts and enjoying a costume contest on Friday, karaoke on Saturday, an awesome brunch on Sunday, and really cool Halloween movies on the TVs all weekend long. And in Evergreen Park, do not forget about Fantasai Fest, October the 30th in the Evergreen Park Senior Center. Think of it as Comic-Con, but just in Evergreen Park. That event is from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday. Get more details at evergreenpark-ill.com. There is a ton of stuff going on this weekend for Halloween. If you can't find something to do, you're kind of lame. I was sitting at a bar in New England. I was thinking about another beer. An acoustic mic walked in. And I said, what are you doing here? He said, I brought in my guitar now And I'm looking for something to sing I was sitting at a bar in New England And I was thinking about another beer I was sitting at a bar in New England While Bill sat at the bar And he looked at acoustic mic Let's sing right now
0: And Mike started playing a few chords Sounding alright to me And he said, don't you know this one By a band called XYZ I said, I never heard of them He said, I wouldn't think you would I said can you play something normal <laughs> and he said maybe I could and I said please 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 play something and don't rush and he said did you just say rush and he started playing Tom Sawyer by Rush. Modern day warrior, day (laughs) stuff.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you and I wanna help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie, Tell him we sent you, Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. All right, joining us on Southside Pod, he's been on the show before, he lives out in Hollywood, he's around the movies all the time, he works with these studios and sometimes gets some inside information on what's going on at different movie theaters or maybe things going on behind the scenes and I thought to myself this week, what better guy to talk about Alec Baldwin shooting somebody on the set of a movie than
2: Ben Belton, how are you Ben? Absolutely. What, what, what an honor, <laughs> what an intro.
1: <laughs> now, now here's the thing before we get into like some of the movies that people here on the South side are probably going to go out and see and, and different things that they, that will affect them. I think you have to live underneath a rock. If if you're not aware of the fact that Alec Baldwin was on the set of a movie and had a gun that he didn't, he didn't know was loaded. And the more I read about it, he had absolutely no idea that that gun could possibly kill anybody. And the gun goes off and hits uh, a young lady and kills her who is working on the set and wounds his own director. And now they're trying to figure out like who's responsible. Wasn't intentional and and what's going on. And what's funny is I'm going to tell you this. I'm not a big Alec Baldwin fan. He kind of annoys me. Like there's a couple of his movies. I like some. I don't like as a person. He seems like an obnoxious tool. Like I've never been a fan of him. I also don't think that he just killed somebody. Like, I, I don't think he's at fault, even though the media likes to go after the big guy and the big name. What are you hearing?
2: Well, I think uh, what the consensus seems to be is that any any liability that they're finding with him with pretty much a reasonable you know, people that are, are, are critically doing some critical thinking about this and looking at the details. I mean, why would somebody like Alec Baldwin want to shoot somebody that's well respected in the industry? you know, two people well-respected in the industry. Right. There's Maybe no he shoots
1: somebody it. he doesn't like and isn't respected, but this person was respected. That's what you're saying.
2: Correct. You know, the, I think what it's really going to come down to is whether he's liable as a producer, because, you know, of course, there was a walkout earlier in the day. There are some reports that supposedly there were, of course there were, um, you know, he was handed a cold gun, but supposedly, you know, even prop guns can shoot. And there was ammunition, actual, you know, real ammunition as opposed to, you know, blanks or whatever you want to call them. How that got into that gun, that's the real question. But again, they had brought on some new crew. So the question is, who really was responsible for putting that in that gun? And were they just doing it with the intent that they were going to shoot and just have some fun because they were you know, taking time off during downtime of shooting and shooting a gun? Or was there more to it?
1: And the most interesting thing to me about this as a podcaster, and should be interesting to anybody listening to this podcast because it kind of sticks out to me, is that the head armorer, and this is the person that like makes sure the guns are safe and decides what they're going to put in there, went on a podcast supposedly just recently and talked about how she felt like she might not be qualified to do it and how frightened she has been when she goes and does these things. But this was her dad's job, so her dad taught her how to do it. And that's the difference between radio and podcast, man. Like the chances back 20 years ago there was a cassette tape of an interview that had happened a couple of months earlier still floating around that somebody could use was like slim the nun, but on a podcast, you say it and somebody's going to hunt that thing down, aren't they?
2: Well, yeah, and I, I think the other key issue I look at is that with these guns and things on sets, these days, pretty much all of the sound is put in in post later. So the idea that you'd actually have to fire a gun at all, you know, with the idea that we're doing all these effects, you know, visual effects, as well as sound effects in post is kind of crazy to me, but I think it's to create the realism with the actors involved. And and fortunately that's what happened here and, you know, and who knows what else happened, but I guess we'll, hopefully we'll soon find out.
1: All right, let's turn to things that Southsiders might be more interested in, like movies that are out right now or things that might be coming up soon. What's the biggest thing? What's the best one that is out right now that you've seen that you're like, go see this.
2: I really like Dune. I mean, I I, I actually really, I, I like the director a lot. He's done some amazing, you know, things. And this is yet another one. They just uh, got, the, the second one is, is moving forward now. So there is going to be a sequel to it. So that one was excellent. I actually... It's an unpopular opinion, but I actually enjoyed Halloween. Oh, the Halloween
1: Kills? Yeah. I, that movie was so stupid. Ben, let me tell you why that movie was stupid. I'm going to save a lot of people time unless they want to listen to Ben, who who's an expert per se. Everything made sense in that movie until the last 20 minutes of the movie. Because what I liked about the, the remake of Halloween a few years ago, and what I liked about this one up to this point, is that it made logical sense to me that a person could just put on a mask and be a murdering psychopath. And then they basically made him into a superhuman character, like it was something supernatural without explanation at the end. And that's what bothered me. It jumped the shark and became just like every other cheesy 80s horror sequel that I've ever seen. I think that's what got me. But why did you like it?
2: I liked it because I, I actually liked to see the original characters, and I thought that just watching him go out and do, like, he was just gruesome in and, and the film and it was just it was just a fun like film and it kind of reminded you I mean of course with the flashbacks and things like that hopefully no spoiler spoilers with that but it kind of just reminded you of like seeing an old old like you know scary movie and I thought that was kind of cool. But I, I I will fully acknowledge that a lot of people might not like it. The one I would say that's really good if you like Wes Anderson is The French Dispatch is really good as well. One of his one of his Wes Anderson's best films and uh, this one totally measures up to the Grand Budapest or any of the others out there if you if you like his films.
1: All right, explain to me this whole thing with Sony and Marvel. I mean, I understand that at one point they tried to hold Spider-Man hostage. Spider-Man now is back in there. Everything's worked out, and Sony's adding more Marvel films uh, for 2023 that they're working on right now. Tell me about that.
2: That's correct. So they just um, mentioned that they're going to be putting out more films. I believe it's two more films um at least in you know 2023 and they're essentially you know morbius got moved back so that's coming out in january and then they have craven the hunter coming out as well hold on a second
1: they're doing a morbius so they're doing they're doing a movie about the character that pops up in the loki television show you have to have disney plus to watch and now they're going to do a movie about him or is that Mobius?
2: It, it, the Morbius is the, is, is of course the, this guy who essentially gets sick, and then they inject him to save him with vampire.
1: Oh, this is a completely different one. There's Mobius, there's Morbius. I'm so confused now.
2: Morbius is is the vampire oh, that, okay. is, that, or the guy that becomes this vampire character that has all these special skills. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
1: Mobius is the goofy guy from uh, Wedding Crashers whose name is uh, uh, Owen Wilson. That's who that is. That's a completely <laughs> different character. Yeah.
2: So, and then... And then, so then the other one is um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, of course, from, that played Quicksilver in, in The Age of Ultron um, is going to be playing Kraven the Hunter, which is also a villain. And of course, there's some talk that it'll be that some of the films that they're going to move forward are either Spider-Woman or uh, Madam Web or uh, another Venom movie, because this Venom did pretty well, the one that's out now, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend. They are going to going to do a sequel at some point to it.
1: You know what I've been doing lately I wanted to go back and look at the Marvel movies, right? Because they're all available now. You can just go to Disney Plus and just watch all of them, right? I was going to go back to the Marvel movies, and I was just going to follow, like, one character arc. So what I did is I went, and I did it in the order of, like, chronologically how it would be. So I've watched all the movies where Captain America is around, and it's almost like a completely different movie when you're just watching the Captain America movies, like, in order. Yeah. Because it follows all these storylines, which I think get lost over, what, the 15 years they put out, like, the 40 movies that they did? Like, you would get lost on all these little nuanced things that are happening. But when you watch them in order, I think the way I did it was, like, Um, uh, the first Avenger, which is the one where it's like back when he's in world war II, And then all of a sudden he gets frozen in the ice and then you kind of go forward and you do the actual Avengers, which is the next one. And then you, you bump up to, I want to say, well, you, you just keep going. There's age of Ultron, winter soldier, all these different things, but as you're going through it and then you get to the end, it's like a whole other story because it's so compact and you're just paying attention to that. Like I, that's now how I'm watching the old Marvel movies.
2: Well, supposedly online somewhere there is a they. There are different people that tell you exactly what order you're supposed to watch them in. And I know going up to Endgame, there were some showings here in town where they were basically showing all the films in succession in that order to to Endgame. So. Yeah, but
1: they always screw it up. They always screw it up, Ben. There is I, this is I'm going to yell about something that nobody cares about on this podcast. But hey, it's my podcast. They always screw it up. They always sit there and say that the movie right before the infinity war is the ant-man and the wasp movie. And it's not because the Thor movie is the one that literally ends with Thanos popping up and starting the beginning of the, the infinity one. So to me, it's like, that's the one that goes right before it. It's, it literally goes right into the credits and comes right out of the Thor movie. And every time yeah. I see a list, they act like you're supposed to insert Ant-Man and the Wasp in there. And I'm like, why are <laughs> why? you ruining the flow of that? Like you go right from one to the other and it's the exact same scene. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But then again, I guess there's there's nerds out there that outnumber me.
2: Well, and Bill Murray is going to be now be in the next Ant-Man movie. So, you know, there you go. Well, it was about about time that
1: they, it's about time they got Bill Murray into a movie. Uh, Ben Belton, anything before, uh, we leave you of note, uh, you bump into somebody at a coffee shop, uh, you, you accidentally trip you Jackman, uh, going up the escalator, like anything exciting happened to you.
2: Actually kind of cool story that will be relevant to the listeners here, because I, I was at a whole foods and ran into Reggie Brown, who is a, you might not know him by name, but he is a local or from, he's from Chicago and he actually, for the better part or over a decade, has played Barack Obama, of course, was on a lot of the Disney shows and he was on Bill Maher and things like that. So mean he Bar- like he's
1: a, a Barack Obama, like impersonator.
2: He plays him in TV shows and like on news programs and, you know, and things like that. They brought him in for all these things and. Honestly, in real life, I when I looked at him, I didn't think that looks like Barack Obama. I thought, <laughs> oh, that's that's another actor, you know. And and I was then I was talking to somebody, and they're like, oh yeah, that's the guy that's you know he played Barack Obama for the last ten years and this and that. Supposedly he has an Emmy too, but that was that was pretty funny. And then I was thinking back, I was like, did he look like Obama? I don't remember. <laughs> What's his name
1: again? What's his name again?
2: Reggie Brown. Reggie
1: Brown. We're going to have to get Reggie yep. Brown on Southside Pod next time he comes back to the Southside. Yep. I, I want the guy who plays Barack Obama just because I didn't know there was a guy like that who existed. Ben Belton, uh, he's uh, he's nice enough to jump on the show every once in a while, talk about movies that are out there, talk about the latest Hollywood buzz. Thanks so much, my friend. Definitely. It is now time for your Southside Soundcheck. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. Saturday night, 8 p.m. until midnight, Jesse's Tavern, 105.01 Ridgeland Avenue in Chicago Ridge. The Happy Tees, providing live music. They're also doing drink specials and raffles to benefit veterans. It's a Halloween party. I don't think it would be weird if you showed up in costume. Also on Friday night, a Daft Punk tribute band and an Eric Church tribute band, both of them performing at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. Saturday night, they're just having their big Halloween bash. It kicks off at 8 p.m. It goes until 3.30 in the morning. Two Hype crew is going to be performing, and they have a $1,000 costume contest. There is a $10 cover. And in Evergreen Park, you might not know this, but Hearts Saloon, that's right there in Evergreen, right on the border to Beverly, they brought back musical acts, and there are people playing there all the time now. The Grateful Dead Band Caution is going to be performing on Friday night, Saturday. Pat Egan and the Heavy Hearts doing Credence Clearwater Revival Tunes. So I have this idea for Southside Pod to start awarding. We we tried this back in the spring. And, you know, sometimes when you try something... Did it work? I don't think it worked the way I wanted it to work. Okay,
0: so you're going to try it again. I want to
1: try something different. Okay. I want us... You know, you, me, Mike, okay, to be able to come up with things that we consider to be the best thing that we've tried on the South Side. Right. The best or whatever, right? Like the tacos. And, right. But instead of me going around and trying a bunch of places and pitting them against each other. Yeah. When we discover something and we think it's awesome. Yeah. Put it out there. Right. And then, like, if you say something, then I can go try it myself and be like, he was right. You like, know? if we, like, tried, like,
0: the best hot dog and we're like, hey, this is a great hot dog. And then someone else would say, they would call you or text or right. you or something. Try to no. yeah. Hey, yeah. we got the best hot right, dog. Right, And then exactly. we go try theirs.
1: We go try theirs. But we kind of throw it out there. Okay. And kind of see what it is. Because, like, I've been going to a couple of different places. Does it have to be just food? No, you could. I guess you could do anything. What what else would you do besides food and beer? Like, what what else would you do? I mean, there's, I mean...
0: There's parks.
1: Oh, parks are good. You know, have got that park thing that you do. What's right. the best park on the south side so far? Did you?
0: I mean, Oaklawn is amazing with parks. They yeah. have so many good parks. But which one is their best one? Memorial Park, I think, right now is the best park. Yeah, like 103rd Menard. Best park on the south side. I,
1: it's a fantastic park. All right, I like that. I dig it. I went to a place the other day that I thought was the best non-traditional tacos. Okay. And the way I'm describing it, like. What well, what is a non traditional taco? I mean, well, it, it's a cheeseburger. It's, a- <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. the new Taco Bell chicken wrap taco sandwich. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about like, like, like to me, a traditional taco would be. It's either done. It's basically it's when you go into a taco joint. And like that one that we went to in Midlothian that you can go back and you listen to, yeah. which I thought was a traditional taco and it was great Mexican right. food in that place, right? Don we corn, cilantro, yeah. onion. Exactly. Good. Done. And even if they do it where they throw the lettuce and the cheese and the, whoa, and, but, it's, but hold on, but it's just basically <laughs> your basic ingredients that are in a taco, sure. right? Okay. So a non-traditional one would be like this place that I went to that had a pork belly taco okay. with jalapeno on it and like a coleslaw that they had to deaden the jalapeno sure. And I tried this thing, and it was at uh, Americano's on Western Avenue. Yes, been, we've been there many times. Yeah, and, th- and they have like a whole list of tacos. You can do a
0: whole thing here where it doesn't have to be just like the, the staple menu item either. Like right. You can do the best milkshake, best Ex- ice cream cone, best french fries. Thank
1: you. That's, you what I'm, that's what I'm thinking, right? And then what we'll do is when we find a place and we like it, we put it we out there. We can
0: create the ultimate meal at some point and just go around and gather... The best of each point, like the best cheeseburger, we'll go to right. there. Then we'll get the best fry. Right. Then we'll get the best, you know, fountain drink. And we declare and this the, the best the meal, this meal.
1: The ultimate meal. The ultimate
0: meal. We can even get a listener to like join us, <laughs> and we're we'll going to provide you <laughs> win this contest: the ultimate meal. <laughs> the, <laughs> we just take them
1: around. Yeah,
0: we, we take them around. And they have and to, they and eat? then we go to the best park and eat that ultimate meal.
1: Right. But right now, today, on this episode, okay, I've, I've, I'm saying that that pork belly taco that they yeah. have at Americanos is the best non-traditional taco. That non-traditional taco. Okay, and if somebody wants to dispute that, then you just hit us up on SouthsidePod.com. You can send a comment. You can you can hit us on a voicemail. If it's not disputed, if it go, we'll make a rule. Does that it have to be a taco, though. Huh? It has to be a taco. Yeah, I'm talking it's a by taco. Definition. By definition. By definition, this is something that's in a shell that's dressed up like a taco, but it's a non-traditional taco. Gotcha. Okay? I mean, they make a bunch of different types that are non-traditional sure. and tra- But you do normally find pork belly in a taco. No. And and with it's like a coleslaw on it. Oh. Along with, like, the jalapeno. Okay. So it's got all these different flavors that are in it. Very thing that I would never see. It's a very non-traditional taco. Okay. And the rule will be when we throw out a best of We'll give time for people to be able to dispute it. Okay. But if we don't get a dispute, then it becomes undisputed best of. That's rule. And then we reward that business with, okay. like, a little thing that says Southside Pod said this is the best. They can hang on
0: their wall. They can put it on
1: their wall, right? Okay. I don't know how you would reward a park, but right now you've thrown out that Memorial Park in Oak Lawn is the best park on the Southside.
0: Yeah. I mean, the town of Oak Lawn has the best park.
1: Town of Oak Lawn. Best I mean, park. they have, I think, 27... 27-
0: Parks. I'm, I'm probably wrong on that number but it's funny too because they're they're, they don't have the word, they parks.
1: don't have the word park in their name they don't they're not Palis Park they're not evergreen park they're they're just they're not Tinley Park right they don't have the word park they in their have name lawn, and yet, though. and yet they have the best parks maybe that's maybe that's how it works they' got do have, well yeah lawn instead of park in your name I don't know how it works this whole segment's off the rails <laughs> if you if you don't agree <laughs> with the park selection or the non-traditional taco selection, SouthsidePod.com. I mean, best swimming pool you could do, and too. tell us. Best, I mean, there's so many
0: different options we can do this. Best swimming pool? Yeah. Right now, it's the Jewel pool. awesome. <laughs> <Also, laughs> the parking lot of the Jewel.
1: Not undisputed. Undisputed. Undisputed,
0: <laughs> If you have a pool, don't even enter the contest because you will lose to that pool. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the South
1: Side Pod. It's the South Oh my God. Oh my God.
0: It's the South Side Pod. It's the South Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the South Side Pod. It's
1: the South Side Pod. I don't know, this show feels like we didn't accomplish anything, but we did. Like a ginormous list of everything going on for the weekend of Halloween. Mike actually got to play Rush for like three seconds. We covered entertainment. We discovered a Southsider that makes a living. Out of impersonating Barack Obama, we've got your best non-traditional taco, your best park on the South Side, your best village for parks on the South Side, and then of course your best place to go to a swimming hole. One other thing before we get out of here on this episode, South Side Pod is part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. That's just the name for all the shows that I do out of my basement at my nine foot homemade oak bar. One of those shows is Socks in the Basement, the White Sox podcast for fans Buy, fans, 30 minutes of socks. And this offseason, even though the White Sox are not playing, a lot of things are going to be going on. While the rest of the world starts to ignore baseball and the Chicago White Sox, Southsiders are going to want to listen. And this offseason, we have a thousand dollars to give away to a listener. And the sponsor of Southside Pod is giving us the thousand bucks, Butch Zimar from Elite Benefits of America. This is how it works. If you know somebody famous, or semi famous actor, musician, former ball player, current ball player. We don't care. You help us get that person on the show, you're entered into the contest. Then the listeners get to pick who gets the thousand bucks in an open poll. It runs from now all the way into spring training 2022. The only reason I'm telling you about it here on Southside Pod is because our guy, Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America, put up the thousand dollars. And he's also sponsoring this show. If you want more details, go to SocksIntheBasement.com. If you want more Southside Pod, let's say you're new and you want to hear all the great places around the Southside that we go. And trust me, we go places. This was kind of a weird show where we didn't go anywhere. Get every episode on demand anytime, anywhere podcasts can be found. And always at SouthsidePod.com. Thank you for listening
0: to see what's happening. On the Southside Pod On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside
1: Good morning, sleepyhead. Come on, time to get up. <coughs> no, no, just five more minutes. Okay, come on, talking alarm clock here. Wake up. No, come on, leave me alone. Hey, come on, buddy, get out of bed. Don't you have a snooze button or something? Hey, get out of bed. Shut up, leave me alone. Hey, get out of bed. You ask him, you. What? You will get up, boy. Oh, you're getting up. That's it. Where are you going? Oh, you're toast. Come on, come on, come here. Hey, it worked. I'm awake.